podcast, Your Gut Health Puzzle Made Simple. I'm your host Prajakta and this podcast will help you uncover the root causes to your gut issues, help you heal and nurture your gut through the healing power of nutrition and healthy lifestyle modifications. I will be sharing quick and easy tips that you can implement right away to solve your gut health puzzle. Hey, welcome back to another episode. I'm a registered dietitian, founder and CEO of Right Nutrition Works, and I'm so glad you have joined me today. Hey there, my friend. I am so thrilled to have a very special guest with us today, Dr. Nidhi Agarwal. Dr. Agarwal is not only an accomplished family physician, but also a remarkable individual who has overcome the challenges of burnout in the medical field. She's a living testament to resilience and pursue of the balanced and fulfilling life. In today's episode, we are diving deep into a topic that's affecting a growing number of individuals across various professions, burnout. Burnout, often described as a state of physical and emotional exhaustion, has become a a pervasive issue in our fast-paced and demanding world. It's a feeling that many can relate to as the demands of work, personal life, and societal pressures often converge, leaving us feeling drained and overwhelmed. What is particularly fascinating in the emerging understanding of the connection between burnout and our mind-body-gut connection? Recent research has shown that the stress and emotional uh, turmoil associated with burnout can have a profound impact on our physical health, including the health of our gut. The mind-body-gut connection is a complex interplay between our mental and emotional states and the health of our digestive system. When we experience chronic stress and burnout, it can disrupt the delicate balance leading to digestive issues, inflammation, and of course, host of other health challenges. Addressing burnout is not just important, it is absolutely crucial. Burnout can have far-reaching consequences on our overall well-being, affecting not only our physical health, but also our mental and emotional states, and ultimately our gut health. Left unaddressed, burnout can lead to a cascade of health problems that extend far beyond the workplace. Dr. Nidhi Agarwal is here to shed light on this critical issue and explore the intricate relationship between burnout and our mind-body-gut connection. Her experience as a family physician, coupled with her expertise in holistic wellness, makes her a valuable resource for anyone looking to regain balance, find fulfillment, and lead a healthier and happier life. So whether you are grappling with burnout, interested in the mind-body-gut connection, or just simply seeking ways to enhance your overall well-being, today's episode promises to be both enlightening and empowering. Dr. Agarwal, thank you so much for joining us today. And 
Let's delve into our today's discussion if you are ready. Hi, Prajapta. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So I know I my introduction was uh, a little long. I didn't realize that. But um, I'm not going to uh, kind of, you know, wait any longer. I'm sure the listeners are excited. So I'm going to get into our first question for today's episode. How would you describe the mind-body connection and why does it matter so much? So, yes. So let's start with what we know. We know that what we eat affects how we feel. It affects how our gut behaves. It how it affects how full we feel. We have all these different sensations based on what we eat. It also affects how our, the rest of our body feels. We um, we know that if we eat food that doesn't agree with us, we it affects our uh, our digestive system. It can cause bloating. It can cause pain, and it can even have even more far-reaching effects. It can affect our sleep. And um, so we're all aware of this, but this is important because why does this happen? Because partly because of the gut microbiome, which I know that you and your listeners are well acquainted with the communications between the gut and the rest of the body. However, as we know, the, the gut also communicates with the rest of our brain and this affects how we feel. So when we enjoy eating a chocolate brownie, will feel very different than when we eat kale. We all know this. However, the reverse is also true. How we feel can also have effects on our gut and the rest of our body. So the difference is when we have, we have thousands of feelings and thoughts every day, and we're not aware of most of them. We know when we don't feel good. We know when we feel great, but there's a big gap in the middle where we are usually not aware of. Um, so when we talk about the mind-body connection, we are becoming more aware of how we're feeling in our body on a day-to-day basis. Absolutely. Yep. And I, I always like to give this example to my clients and even uh, my listeners on this podcast that uh, our brain and our gut, they are constantly communicating every single day. And um, the classic example is when we say, oh, there are butterflies in my stomach. So if you're stressed, you kind of feel it in your gut. Some people have those butterflies versus some people in extreme cases, they have to rush to the bathroom. So that's how your mind is talking to your gut. And the other way, if you eat something that does not sit well in your stomach, Many times you will see that you're not in a good mood. You are either depressed or you are frustrated or you get mad at little things often next day. So that is how your gut microbiome is trying to talk with your brain. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. We always have to, it's very difficult to learn and practice to listen to what our bodies are telling us. And sometimes that's uh, often the key. Correct. Yep, absolutely. Now, moving on to our next question. Now, can you explain our listeners as how does it influence our gut symptoms? Yeah, so when we talk about awareness of our feelings, um, we, we're we not trying to control, we're not trying to become aware of thousands of thoughts a day. Most of them can be automatic. Most of them are good. I'm also not trying to say that the, that all what we're feeling and our symptoms is all in our head. That's not what I'm trying to say. Mm. But I do think that it's important to know 
that when we have these chemicals traveling between our brain and the rest of our body, they're going to stop at different places in our body. And it's almost like a switch and it's going to trigger something to some, uh, some change in our body somewhere. So an example like you gave was the butterflies in your stomach. Um, Another one would be stress where some people get exactly how you said they have to rush to the bathroom. A lot of people get headaches, especially with burnout. A lot of clients come to me with many physical symptoms, including headache, tiredness, irritability that you were describing, even something as extreme as heart palpitations, because one of the messengers came from the stress and released um, a, a chemical that triggered a heart palpitation. So we feel all of these sensations, but they, and these are the ones that we're aware of. And as I was saying, in the mind-body connection, we want to learn how to feel the ones that we're less aware of, the ones that are under the surface, the ones that are influencing us when we don't even realize it. And that's where I think our power is, where we can tap into these feelings. Now, it may sound like, well, if I become aware of all these feelings and sensations, I'm going to be doing nothing else all day. And that's not really the case because when we be, when we become aware of these we actually gain the power to influence them and that's what is the key to how to feel better not only with our diet and our and managing our gut microbiome but also by how we think everything we feel is influenced by how we think so if you're thinking that i've got to go into this stressful meeting you're not going to feel great. But if you go into this meeting saying, oh, I don't know what's going to happen and have some openness and open-mindedness that this meeting might actually go pretty well, you're going to feel completely different going into that meeting. And that's the power that we want to harness. That's the power that we want to tap into when we become aware of how we are thinking and feeling and how it changes all the chemicals that are triggered in our body. Mm. Perfect. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that with uh, with the listeners. That's okay, great. so um, next question I have is, how can we use this to help our symptoms? So once we have this awareness of how we're thinking, how we're feeling, and we can identify and really label on some level the sensations that we're in the vibrations that we're feeling in our body. So something as common as anxiety, a lot of people, a lot of women feel anxiety for all different number of reasons, yeah. but we all feel it differently in our bodies. And it's really empowering to just sit for a second, as uncomfortable as it feels, to feel the anxiety where it is in our body. Is it the butterflies in our stomach? Is it the little heart palpitations that we're feeling? Is it the little muscle tension that we feel in our neck and shoulders? There's all different manifestations. And as difficult as it is to, to tap into that, once you can feel that, it actually goes away. And it actually improves. And it actually doesn't last as long. Wow. And once we become familiar with feeling those, we actually take the power from them. And instead of that anxiety feeling controlling us and sending us into a direction of something's wrong with my body, something bad is about to happen, we can actually feel, huh, this is how I'm feeling now. And it's really, and even if we decide this is okay, this is how I want to feel, or this is not how I want to feel, that still is available to us. But it also doesn't mean that we have to stay in that feeling. And that's where I think the difference is that when we eat something that we know our gut doesn't like us to eat, it's okay. 
to say, huh, my gut is feeling really bloated right now. I wonder why that is. Where do I feel that sensation? How did it, what have, what happened before? What's been happening? What have I been feeling all day? Hmm. And that is, it sounds more um, emotional. And that's where I think that the, the key is because I think that we don't realize how much of what we think causes these emotions, which causes these physical symptoms. And I think that is a, a practice and it's a, it's very connected to mindfulness and meditation and those types of things where we can use those practices to be aware. And it is, it's a form of mindfulness to know that you're feeling bloated after you eat a specific food is a specific type of awareness and a specific type of mindfulness that if we can tap into that and know, okay, I'm going to eat this food because I want to, I'm going to feel bloated for a little while and that's okay. And then I'll feel better again, or I'm going to eat this food and I don't want to feel that bloated. So maybe I won't eat that food. And here's that power where we decide, do I want, how do I want to feel? What will I choose to do that will influence how I feel? And I think that is something that we don't realize how much influence we have over how we feel. Perfect. That's great. So it's a lot of um, mindset also, like how, how is your mindset regarding any type of situation? Yes, it's a lot about mindset. And that's where I think our power is. I think that there's a um, culture of, you know, what we eat is de defines who we, how we feel in our bodies. But there's even a higher level almost where you come up from what you eat to how you think. And it's a physical elevation, right? Because the mouth is lower than where the brain is. And you're almost elevating how you think about something before and therefore give yourself the option of how you want to feel. Because if you have the choice of eating something that makes you feel not good and you eat it anyway, you're gonna end up feeling not good. But if you make that choice ahead of time, I know that when I eat this food, I don't feel good. I can choose not to eat this food with a lot more intention and a lot more um, uh, being more deliberate about it. And I find this a lot with my burnout clients is that they keep thinking the same way about certain situations and they keep doing the same thing. And that mindset really comes in when we say, well, do we have, do we have to think about this one situation this way? And if we do, great, we keep on thinking it and we're going to get the same result. But we have the option then if we introduce, maybe we don't have to think about this situation the same way. Maybe we don't have to think about this problem the same way every time. And then we introduce this, um, this option to change. And sometimes we will exercise it and sometimes we won't. And that's both are okay. As long as we know that it's our choice to do that. And that's where I think the empowerment comes from the mindset change is that you have the choice to always decide, do I want to eat this food and feel a certain way? Do I want to not eat this food and feel differently? Or do I want to think about this situation this way and feel differently? And mm -hmm. all of these chemicals and all of these messengers in our body and brain all interact. And as we become more aware, we influence more and more how we feel. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So then um, does this mean that it doesn't matter what you eat? I think that's a great question. So it matters what we choose, 
right? It matters that we have a choice in what we eat. I think a lot of us, you know, are almost eating by default. A lot of times we are used to our vegetarian diet. We are used to eating, you know, what we grew up eating or what our culture eats or what we always eat when we go out. We always order, tend to order similar foods. We always tend to come home feeling not that great. And I think the difference here is that we can still do that, but it matters how we think about it and how we decide beforehand. When I go to the restaurant this time, I want to try eating this and see if I feel different. And I think that, and I think these, these are, these are, um, treatments and choices that we make in tandem, right? Everything we eat is going to make us feel a certain way. Everything we think is going to make a certain make us feel a certain way. And I think the more that we can use both strategies, the better we can feel. And I think they work very well together because if you're feeling very positive about your food choices, you're going to feel very positive in your mindset. And you're and I think the way the two work more hand in hand than they do either or. And I think as we build on that foundation, I think we'll get even more of a better result from eating well and being more mindful together. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. So um, are there any um, tips that you can share with our audience, uh, with our listeners? to kind of implement, to uh, practice this, you know, kind of changing mindset, maybe just a couple things that they can uh, take as smaller steps towards, you know, working this goal. Yes, absolutely. It's, yes, I'll be happy to do that. So um, there's, it's a, it's a big kind of um, group of, uh, it's a big change and we want to take little steps towards it. Sure. Um, so, you know, on the, I think the gut side is more the diet choices, but even that can be influenced by how you think, right? If you, um, if you have a habit of always eating dessert, then that's, again, it, you don't have to make that a default anymore. And you have more choices about what desserts you eat, how often you eat those desserts. And I yeah. think that is one small thing that you can do mm. to, to change how you feel. Mm-hmm. And then there's the mindset, you know, if you always feel stressed when you go to your in-laws house, then, and you always have certain, and they always have certain foods, you have a choice if you want to keep eating those foods, or if you want to keep feeling that way, you know, you can look for, you can think about how you, that, that visit in a very different way. You can think about these stressful meetings in different ways. And that will also influence your food choices that day. I know that when I come home from work, I'm going to be stressed and I know I'm not going to make great food choices. And I know that on those days I have to give myself grace and know that I'm this is how I'm going to feel. And when I get to a point where I say, okay, I don't want to make that choice anymore. I want to make a different choice. I know that I'll feel differently. And that's really where my power is when I come home from work stressed that I don't, that that these are my choices. I can go back to my default and eat what I usually eat and not feel so good, or I can choose differently. And, you know, it's a work in progress. We are all a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, this was really helpful. I'm sure listeners are enjoying this information. uh, But I would like to kind of wrap up our today's episode. And before I do that, um, one last question for you is how can listeners reach out to you? If you could share uh, 
one or more than one ways to uh, for listeners that they can um, they can reach out to you. Absolutely. So I have a website and it is uh, resultscoachmd, all one word, dot com. So that's the easiest way for um, to learn about what I do um, in terms of helping people with burnout, with weight um, management issues, with time management issues. So that is one way to reach me. I'm also on Instagram, resultscoachmd on Instagram. Um, please DM me. Please ask me any questions that have come up as a result of our conversation today. I'll be happy to answer any questions and um, address any concerns. Perfect. And I'm going to share these links in the show notes for all the listeners so that you can um Make sure that you're checking the show notes and copy those links uh, that Dr. Agarwal just mentioned about. All right. So here is what I'm going to end our episode today. Thank you, Dr. Agarwal, for sharing your valuable insights and experiences with us today. Your journey from burnout to resilience is truly inspiring. And I'm sure our listeners have gained a wealth of knowledge on how to navigate the challenges of burnout and prioritize their well-being. Remember to prioritize self-care, seek support when needed, and nurture both your physical and your emotional well-being. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your loved ones. I'll see you again next week. Bye for now.